All right, good morning, good afternoon, or whatever time you're tuning in. My name is Randall. You're watching The Hostage Tapes. This new segment is called uh, Our Captors. Uh, this is The Hostage Tapes, um, and part of being a hostage is uh, someone is holding you captive. So I would like to identify one of our captors, and his name is Dan Patrick. And no, I'm not talking about Dan Patrick of former ESPN fame. I'm not talking about Dan Patrick of NBC Sports, The Dan Patrick Show. I'm talking about Dan Patrick, the Lieutenant Governor of Texas. And this guy uh, seems like, um, at the very best, a total tool. Um, last night, he made an appearance on Fox News' Tucker Carlson Tonight. Is that the name of his show? Yep, Tucker Carlson Tonight. What a name for a show. Couldn't come up with a cool name like the hostage tapes. He had to use his own name. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Fox News. That could be another episode in itself, but today I would like to focus on Mr. Dan Patrick. Um, got a couple pages of notes here that I'm just going to kind of gloss over and, um, you know, first, uh, let's put up the tweet. Where am I going to put it here or here? Probably here. Yeah. I'll put the tweet up here. It says hashtag I see why am I for those that don't know that means in case you missed it. I was on at Fox News with at Tucker Carlson tonight. Click here to watch. And there's a bit.ly link to the performance. I'll call it a performance. And then it says hashtag TXLEGE, which I suppose probably means Texas legislation, maybe. Don't know. It's kind of a kind of a weird one. Um and then there's a picture of uh, two up of Tucker and the uh, lieutenant governor and the Chiron at the bottom says, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, colon, country will collapse if we shut down for more than three months. And you know what? Uh, I kind of agree with that little bit of the Chiron in um, principle. Um, three months is a long time to go to shut everything down. And, um, like I said, in principle, I pretty much agree with that statement. However, um, seems like a bit of a, an extremist statement. I'm not sure I've heard anybody say for sure that, um, three months is where we're headed with this. Um, I don't, I don't know that to be a fact. I don't know that, um, anybody's actually suggesting that we shelter in place for three months could be, but I, uh, I haven't seen that necessarily. Um, and yeah, like I said, they're right. It, things would really suck if we had to shut down for, th for more than three months. Um, not sure that's going to happen. Um, some places may be hit harder than others. Some places, um, may need to take extreme action for a very long time, which 
might include three months. But at this point, I think we're still trying to figure that, that one out. So that one's not settled. Okay, so if you click that bit.ly link, you will um, be led to an unlisted YouTube video that, or did it go to the Lieutenant Governor's website? I think it went to the Lieutenant Governor's website, which has an unlisted YouTube link, um, which at this point was still live, um, probably at some point will be taken down. Um, I went ahead and downloaded the video so that I had it for reference, and I'm going to be going to clips throughout this segment um, because some of the stuff this guy said is pretty, uh, I'll say, inflammatory. Triggering, maybe, is a good word for it as well, um, especially to those who are most affected by the COVID-19 disease. Uh, first of all, he makes a claim 98% of people will survive. The experts say 98% of people will survive. Mm. Again, I haven't necessarily heard that. Um, he could be right, could be wrong, but he's making a claim, but he's not backing it up with data. Um, next he goes on um, to say that he's going to turn 70 himself. So he's putting himself in, in the place of the people who could be most affected by this disease. Um, that one, <clears throat> excuse me, that one um, holds up pretty well. You know, we are seeing that the, the majority of deaths are happening to older folks. The, the people that are getting the serious cases are in, in that age bracket. Um, his common refrain is living smart. He says that at least three times um, throughout the video, throughout the interview, living smart. He wants to live smart. He wants to follow the president and the D uh, CDC. He wants to follow the president and the CDC. But he always puts a but after that. So he says living smart, but um, he's not living in fear of COVID-19. Well, good for you, man. That's great. You know, keep your spirits up. I like that attitude. Don't live in fear of the disease. You're an older gentleman. You could be, uh, you're working hard. You're working through this 15 hours a day, he says. You know, good for you, man. Keep those spirits up. Uh, he is, though, and this is what, there's. here's an inflammatory part. He is, though, living in fear of what's happening to this country. Well, he doesn't qualify what that means to him. What is happening to this country, my friend? And uh, the what I can infer from um, him being on Fox News, what I can infer from him being on Tucker Carlson's program is that what he sees happening to this country is that the economy is failing. And what I can see, um, what I can infer from, from those factors is that he's, he's seeing, uh, the scourge coming from, uh, the foreign land of China. And he's, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's afraid of what's happening to this country. Um, okay, well, you weren't living in fear of the, the virus, but you're living in fear of this undetermined, undeterminate, undefined enemy that you're, what's happening to this country? Uh, I'm living smart, listening to the president, the CDC guidelines, like all people should, but I'm not living in fear of 
COVID-19. What I'm living in fear of is what's happening to this country. And, you know, Tucker, no one reached out to me and said, uh, as a senior citizen, uh, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping the America that all America loves for your children and grandchildren? And if that's the exchange, I'm all in. Um, And that doesn't make me noble or brave or anything like that. I just think there are lots of grandparents out there in this country, like me, I have six grandchildren, that what we all care about and what we love more than anything are those children. And I want to, you know, live smart and, uh, and, and see through this, but I don't want the whole country to be sacrificed. Okay, guy. Um, again, he says, live smart, but I don't want to see the whole country be sacrificed. Okay, well, I guess there's two positions on that. Yes, if we do have to shut down for more than three months, yeah, you might be sacrificing a huge part of the economy. But again, I'll say, I don't think anybody's really suggesting we shut down for more than three months, whatever that means. Um, on the other side of that argument, there are argu- there are experts saying that the smart thing to do is to shelter in place now so that the hospitals don't get overfilled so that we have the ability to take care of the people who are getting sick now and that when more people get sick later those those people can be cycled out of the hospitals and we can get the next group that gets sick and the next and the next yes we're prolonging this out and it's the smart thing to do it's thought out it's logical and it makes sense to do that because you know, we're trying to keep the hospital capacity um, balanced and, you know, manageable. So he wants to live smart, but so which is it? What What is it that you want to do? Yeah, I, I don't know what his plan is at this point. Uh, he goes on to say he's talked to hundreds of people, hundreds There's 300 million people, at least, in this country, documented, maybe. Um, He's talked to hundreds, though. And just just in the last week, he's talked to hundreds of people. That's a lot of people to talk to in just the last week. I would say maybe I've talked to 20 or so people in the last week. So I'm not not quite at hundreds. Um, But he's saying everyone says pretty much the same thing. Every one of those hundreds pretty much says the same thing, that we can't lose our whole country. We're having an an economic collapse. Well, yep, things are fucked right now. And um, you know what? People, there might be some uh, extenuating circumstances that have led us into this mess. Has the is the medical system prepared? Do people are people insured? Do people have jobs? Do people have savings accounts? Um, people like Mr. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and people like Mr. Tucker Carlson may or may not be in support of safe social safety nets that would help people be more prepared for situations like this. So, um, you know, give give us a break on this one, buddy. Um, yeah, we're having an economic collapse, but 
Um, did you do anything to help us prepare for an economic collapse such as this, an economic disaster such as this, a natural disaster such as this? Did you do anything to help prevent the spread of the disease? Um, coming up in a future segment of our captors, I'm going to be probably highlighting uh, those uh, Congress people that were dumping stocks and, um, you know, because of their inside knowledge. It's, is, is Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick in this, this group that maybe cares more about himself than the people he has sworn to protect? Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Dan Patrick goes on to say, his heart is lifted by what he heard the president say. What did the president say? So let's bring in another tweet. I got that here. Uh, a couple days back on the 22nd at 8.50 p.m. In all caps, Mr. President Emperor Cheeto Face tweeted this out into the ether. We cannot let the cur... Oh, excuse me. We cannot let the cure... <clears throat> One more time. We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. At the end of the 15-day period, we will make a decision as to which way we want to go. Okay, good. At least he's committing to 15 days. Uh, so that's that's the first one. I think that's actually, you know, a decently measured approach. Why he wrote it in all caps, I don't know. Seems, seems kind of goofy, but, you know, Emperor Cheeto Face is a goofy guy. Um... And then later, I guess it was March 24th, that's this morning at 7.16. This is kind of uh, mirrored out of the press conference that Governor Dan Patrick was um, referencing, the statement that lifted his heart. Uh, our people want to return to work. Well, do they? Do they really want to return to work? I don't really want to return to work. I would rather sit here and, and make videos. Um, you know, talking about things that I'm interested in. I would rather, um, I guess you would call it work, but my job is um, something that I truly enjoy. I like going to sporting events and, uh, and filming athletes and giving them the exposure that they deserve because they work hard at what they do. I enjoy working with Sarah Bendrick, who's a good friend of mine that um, works very hard at what she does and puts all her life force into building her company. That's, yeah, if that's what you consider work, then yes, that's what I would like to return to do. But uh, I don't think people want to go back and tend bar. I don't think people want to go back and make uh, slave wage, wages as waitresses. I don't think people, um, I don't think people want to dig ditches and that's a common trope. And I don't think people want to, you know, do those things i don't know do do garbage men love their jobs maybe maybe not but you know we do need people to do that that kind of work but for the rest of us that you know uh are lucky enough to have an occupation that supports us that we also absolutely love doing yes we would look we would like to get back to doing that um Okay, back to the tweet. Our people want to return to work. They will practice social distancing and all else. What is all else? And seniors will be watched over protectively and lovingly. 
We can do two things together. The cure cannot be worse by far than the problem. So he reiterates that Congress must act now. We will come back strong. What does doing two things mean? We can do two things together, walk and chew bubblegum, right? But what are the two things that we're doing here? We're practicing social distancing and we're not practicing social distancing. Is that what you're trying to say? How, how do you do those two things? Those cancel out. That's simple math. You can't, you can't do a thing and not do the thing at the same time. So that math doesn't up, add up. So Lieutenant Governor uh, Dan Patrick goes on to say, we can do more than one thing at a time. We can do two things. Sure, you can do two things, but they can't be the exact opposite thing. So I think I've beaten that uh, horse to death. Ah, yes. Need a deep breath. Need to collect thoughts, clear the throat, so we can forge ahead. Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick, you said, my message, let's get back to work. Let's get back to living. Let's be smart about it. Okay, well, if you're being smart about it, what's your plan? What's your smart plan about it? You can get, maybe you could get back to work. Can you test everybody so that we're sure that the people going back to work aren't going to be spreading the disease? Is your smart plan that um, you're just going to let the the virus run through people? Are you going to put an age limit out there so that just the least... Um, you know, the least affected, the least high risk people get the disease. Is that your smart idea? I'll listen to you, but you don't have a plan. You're just saying, let's be smart about it. Let's keep living. Let's get back to work. Well, why do you want, why do you need us to get back to work? Are you just protecting your profits? Is that what it is? Is your business been affected? I don't know, guy. Uh, I just don't know what your motives are. And and because of the the news network you're on and because of the host you're sitting down with, I think you might have some ulterior motives here. That's, I do have a bias, I'll admit it. Yes, I have a left-leaning bias. I have a bias against Fox News. I'll admit it. Sure. If you, if you disagree with me on those, on those basis alone, we, we might not be able to come to an agreement on this one, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, those of us, Dan Patrick says, those of us who are 70 plus will take care of ourselves. What? How do you take care of your, you? Okay. Let's say you get the disease. Let's say you get a severe case. You're 70 plus. How are you going to take care of yourself? You're just going to what? Die in your own bed. What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to wait it out. You're going to, you're going to, what are you going to do? How are you going to take care of yourself? There's no vaccine. There's no medicine for this. Um, there's reports of people in Nigeria dying from self-medicating from the malaria medication that's supposed to maybe be good for this. How? How are you going to take care of yourself? What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Uh, he said they'll take care of themselves, but don't sacrifice the country. So are you going to sacrifice yourself? Is that what you're saying? Uh, and those of us who are 70 plus, we'll, we'll take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. 
Don't do that. Don't ruin so this you're, great So you're basically dream. saying that this disease could take your life, but that's not the scariest thing to you. There's something that would be worse than dying. Yeah. Um, and look, I'm going to do everything I can to live. But, you know, I, if you said, are you willing to take a chance? Um, and, you know, and if I get sick, I'll go and try to get better. But if I don't, I don't. And, I, and I'm not trying to think in any kind of morbid way, Tucker. But I'm just right. saying that that um, we've got a choice here. And, and we're going to be in a total collapse, recession, depression, collapse in our society. If this goes on another several months, there won't be any jobs to come back to for many people. And this, this is the really important part for me. This disease could take your life, but that's not the scariest thing to you. I'm going to repeat that. This disease could take your life, but that's not the scariest thing to you. There's something that would be worse than dying. And his response is, I'm going to do everything I can to live. Wow, how noble of you. You're going to do everything you can do to live. His immediate response isn't, yes, I will, sacri I will sacrifice. Yes, there's some, the, the economy collapsing is scarier to me. And I'm going to sacrifice myself so that the economy can can get back in shape. That's not what he says. He says, I'm going to do everything I can to live. That's your response, guy. You, that's selfish. You're, you're not what you're saying you are. You're not being smart. You're looking out for number one and you're not, oh, that makes me so mad. That makes me so mad. You're such a tool. Such a tool for the economy, such a tool for capitalism, such a tool for the system, for Emperor Cheeto face. You're such a bad guy. Uh, it's, it's so blatant. It's so blatant. Okay, next. Uh, he's uh, not trying to think in any kind of a morbid way. Uh, dude, you got zero grip on reality. If... If you were saying, if you were truly saying what you were trying to say, if you totally believed it in your heart that it was, it was more worth it to sacrifice yourself for the economy, that is a totally morbid way of thinking. And um, you have zero grip on reality, buddy. And it's hilarious that that's what you can say with a straight face on national television to a country that's suffering to a state of New York that is being smacked by this disease to the state of Washington where it hit first and ripped through a population of elderly people to a state of California where we're getting our parks shut down. What have you done? What have you done, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas? What have you done to help us prepare for this? What have you done to help us stop the spread of this? What are you doing right now to make sure that people don't suffer any longer? What are you doing? You're going on national television and telling people to get back to work. Forget you, man. Uh, he claims uh, no jobs. Oh, there may be no jobs to come back to. Yeah, if we if we shut down for more than three months, which again, nobody 
Nobody says that's what we have to do. Nobody says we have to do that yet. Nobody is, yes, this may be a prolonged situation. Yes, things may be hard. Yes, we all may have to sacrifice for a very long time. But if we do it in a smart way, as, as you like to say, people will find a way. People are, are more resilient and better than this. And for you to protect your own, your own hide is all I can do is shake my head at your, your dumb ass. Hmm. It, it like, if, if there's no jobs to come back to in three months, what does that say about your precious America? What does that say about what you hold so precious about your system, about what you, what you have worked so hard to build, what you have held sacred? What does that say? Your, your America can't hold up to three months of sacrifice. That is sad. Sad. I'm getting angry. So uh, I'm going to be smart. I think all of my, my fellow grandparents out there are going to be smart. We all want to live. We want to live with our grandchildren as long as we can. But the point is, our biggest, our biggest gift we give to our, our country and our children and our yep. grandchildren is the legacy of our country. And right now that is at risk. And I feel like, as the president said, the mortality rate is so low. Do we have to shut down the whole country for this? I think we can get back to work. And, and I think we should wait out his time. And if he yep. says we need another week, I trust his judgment. But we have to have a time certain. We can't say in three months or six months or 12 months, right. these businesses can't wait that long. So. Um, Tucker, I, I intend to be government. around a long time on your show, but, but um, it's, it's worth I whatever it takes be. to save the country. Hey, thanks, Tucker. And, I, and I'm, I'm grateful you came on tonight. We needed to hear that perspective also because it's a conversation. I'm optimistic. We're going to make it. Governor, thanks for We're going to make it. Thank Amen. you. Good to see you. Oh, and then he finishes off with, again, I'm going to be smart. Okay, be smart, dude. Keep being smart. Continue that. Just please do it by yourself in a corner or in a dark hole or wherever, just do it out of sight so that the rest of us that, that want to be better, uh, just get out of our way so we can do what we have to do to survive this. Thank you, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Thank you. Okay, that's the end of the first segment of Our Captors.